Welcome to the DCR podcast. I'm your host, David J. Morris, and I'm here with my partner here, Dave Rand, and as well as producer Josh, making sure things go smoothly. Today's guest is Erica Lowry. In 1990, Erica started in the industry, like many, as a barista. Her career began with Austin Chase Coffee in Gig Harbor, Washington, and quickly progressed from barista to trainer to wholesale to new store startup. Since exhibiting at her first Coffee Fest in 1993, Erica has worn many hats as part of the Coffee Fest family over the years. She has taught hands-on barista training, emceed the educational portion of Coffee Fest, and hosted America's Best Coffee House competition. Prior to joining Coffee Fest full-time, Erica helped support, hire, train, develop, and oversee 18 locations for the Forza Coffee franchise. Now as a portfolio manager at Coffee Fest, Erica gets to combine her many connections, energy, and passion together in one place. When not at a Coffee Fest trade show, you can find Erica in Arizona visiting her daughter in college or on a lacrosse sideline cheering on her son. Okay, we have Erica Lowry here. Um, her official title is uh, Portfolio Director for Coffee Fest. Coffee Fest is a trade show that we have been involved in for many years since the uh, early 90s. And it's always been a good G- lead generator for us. And we're going to learn about Erica today. So welcome, Erica. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So let's start with how you got into coffee in the first place. So like I, I was talking earlier, and I usually ask what the person's first job was and what they learned from it. And then I ask them how they got into coffee. With you, it's one and the same. So why don't you go ahead and tell the story of how you got into coffee and your first job? Yeah, well, I was thinking of that question this week because I realized it's been 30 years, wow. which is really scary and almost as long as I've known you, David Morris. So that's yes. even scarier. Um but I actually walked into a coffee shop, the only coffee shop in Gig Harbor at the time in 1991 to hang a poster for my DECA project oh, nice. for Gig Harbor High School. And I did a 10 minute spiel of why we should hang this poster on free enterprise and what it meant to small businesses and da da da. And the owner looked at me and said, I don't hang posters in my shop. I don't clutter the windows. Mm-hmm. But would you like a job? And 30 years later, I think I've tried to leave a couple times and I just keep coming back to coffee. So I I like my story. I like that my kids are in DECA now and um, kind of full circle and kind of just to see that journey is kind of cool. That's awesome. So what was that? So the job was at a coffee shop. So you were a barista? Yes, I started as a barista, um, you know, vying for that 6 a.m. spot so I could have the good hours and the good tips and um, eventually got there and then moved into management and then our shop burnt down, which you remember. And remember that's when that. our paths actually crossed um, yep. because we were roasting for ourselves and then ended up roasting out of your facility yep. on C Street. A Street. A Street. And A Street yep. And so during that time, we didn't have a cafe. So I naturally went into wholesale because I needed a job. And what else was I going to do? So it just kind of kept evolving. A door would close, a door would open, and it just kept going. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's move forward. Fast forward to Coffee Fest. Um, How long have you been involved with Coffee Fest? I have been with Coffee Fest on and off for just over 20 years. So as I was actually an exhibitor in the early 90s, um, when there was, I think there was espresso on the floor, a couple syrups. Um, And so, yeah, I started as an exhibitor working in a booth. And then shortly after that, they needed people to help with registration and training and different things. So I just, again just kept evolving into where they needed me. And I said, heck yeah, I'll travel with this trade show. There's great people. You meet 
you know, meet all kinds of people. And um, so that was really fun. And it just kind of, again, doors kept opening and it just kept evolving into something that looked a little different. And then in 2008, I finally came full circle and went to work for them full time as their director of sales. So. And that was back when Dave Heilbrunn and Marnie were running the show. Yep, absolutely. So the the show was founded um, by um, Al and his family. And then David Heilbrunn was at the, the beginning of everything. And David and Marnie, it was their family business. And they just saw a coffee community that needed guidance and love and and thought this was this coffee thing is going to be something cool right. in the early 90s. And sure enough, it it yeah, was. Took off for and sure. so, um, yeah, they just it just kind of kept evolving into this, you know, support for business owners. So it was you see all these independents out there, which you guys see every day, but you see all these independents that are fantastic. They have a great vision or a mission. They, they love coffee. They want to serve people. They want to hire baristas, but they have no idea how to run a business. Yeah. And so as we kept seeing that as an opportunity, we thought, how do we bring something together where people can um, have accessibility and can just enter doors, be welcomed, not be judged, find the business tools that they want, meet the vendors like Delano's that's going to support them in their journey so that they can be successful. Because if they're successful, we're successful. Right. And so it's a really fun partnership. Yeah. Now, how is that? Would you say that's like a USP or or what what makes you different than all the other trade shows? Because there's <clears throat> trade shows every week in every state having to do with food or coffee or different things. So what makes Coffee coffee Fest like different and and better than anyone else? Great question. Or, or, and who should go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all that. Um, we really hang our hat on like being accessible and being affordable. So I think those are two things we do really well. Yeah. Um, we invite business owners at a very low entry point financially and knowledge base so that when they come, we can meet them where they're at. So yeah. We try to really have a broad spectrum of education um, and lineup of, of vendors. So we really focus on that you know, on the whole, and also having a lot of education that you can get in one place. A lot of shows are very trade show yeah. um, focused as far as the vendors and who you can meet with. But we really, I mean, we have 180 hours of free education yeah. and you can get it in the show for 30 bucks. Right. You know, so it's like, yeah. how can you turn that down? And right. our biggest obstacle is owners saying, I don't have time to leave my business to gain information on how to better my business. And so we try to take out all the obstacles. Mm -hmm. We move around the country, we do four shows a year. So we try to make it accessible so that we're in driving distance of most major areas. Yeah. And then we try to keep it affordable so that they can have a, a you know, a inexpensive cost to get in, but then they can add on, you could add on, you know, as much education as you'd like, if you would, you know, want to invest more in your baristas and in the owners of the cafe. So mm -hmm. we try to just have a big spectrum. And at any time you could pick up the phone and talk to us, it's five people that execute our show. Yeah. You're, you're not going to get an association or an organization. You're going to get the people and say, Hey, this is what I need. You guys can call me and say, our business owners really are struggling with, you know, pricing. You guys should teach class on it. Most likely we're going to source it and we're going to teach class on it because yeah. you're our ears out in the industry. So we know what people need. Yeah. Yeah. I and think I say the people that can't say they can't afford to attend Coffee Fest are the exact people that need to go to Coffee yeah. Fest. And yeah, that's our biggest sure. challenge. And that's what we try to overcome. And that's one of the reasons why we're launching the 365 platform here in the next month or so. Um, it will be an online directory because you don't know how many people call us on a, on a regular basis and say, hey, there was a cup vendor kind of over to the right when you walked in the door nice. in Chicago <laughs> and we're going through, you know, book, you know, oh, yeah. show guides I've and trying to find them. Yeah. 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 Um, and so 
we wanted a place where they could go online and just search cups and they would find any trusted partner that we've worked with because we know not every company can always do all four shows. Right. Going in and coming out of the pandemic, we have travel bans. We have great vendors, great operators yeah. that might not travel for the next couple months. But what we hated to see and we've seen over and over is I'm opening my shop in eight weeks. I need X, Y, and Z. Can you help me find it? But there's not a trade show in those eight weeks for you to source that. And yeah, so right. we were constantly seeing that with business owners. And it's like, well, we need to have this accessible to you all the time. And so there'll be directory and then they can search for training. They can, uh, we have great, the webinar with Mike yeah. on drive through success um, that we have pre-recorded. It's a, you know, an on-demand webinar. So right. people can download it at any time. And, yeah. and because we know we won't get everybody there that needs to be there. So if we can bring Coffee Fest to them, when they need it, what they need. Yep. Again, the more successful they are, the more successful all of us will be. Yeah, for sure. Well, one of the things that I appreciate about Coffee Fest um, that's unique is is the fact that you're doing for a year. And so the shows are a little bit less attended per show. But if you combine them all, you'd have 15,000, 20,000 people at a show, which a lot of these bigger shows do. They have one weekend and everyone goes, well, the challenge at times is it's overwhelming. There's mm -hmm. way too many things to see. There's, it's just hard to do. So when you can have, and I don't know, you would know more than me, but it feels like there's like an 80% of vendors are part of the circuit for the year, right. like throughout the year. So wherever they're going and, and that allows the less attended, and we're talking four to 5,000 people mm -hmm. attend the show. Um, you can actually spend more time with these, uh, with the people that are attending and you get to know their business. And it's been a huge way that Delano's has grown, uh, for, I mean, you've been doing it since basically day one of coffee fest. You think we have, we Delano's think has possibly the second year, second year. We weren't part of the Bon Marche consumer show. But we not well, not Bon Marche just dated. That. You just dated yourself with Bon Marche. Yes, I did. But, um, <laughs> But after that, then so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been. A, what year did it start? Nineteen ninety two. So same year we started, and I think we started going to the show in ninety four. Okay, cool. So and it kind of started out as a once a year thing, and then it was like, well, maybe we should take it to some you know some other cities. Moved it to other cities, and then that grew, and um, we really try to pick. Um, something that's accessible to business owners as far as easy to fly into yeah. from, you know, major areas. So as a major, I mean, we've been, you know, we've looked at Charlotte and all these, these great little locations. It's like, mm -hmm. it would cost people too much to get there. And then um, hotel rates that we can reasonably negotiate. Um, and so that's what really helps us pick our cities. And then something that's somewhat driving distance for the rest of the the states that we know that just can't facilitate our show. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing will be this year, you know, we're coming back with four live events, which we are beyond thrilled about. Um, so we'll be in San Antonio in a couple of weeks. We will be in Atlanta after that, then pop down to Anaheim and then be back in Portland. Yeah. for our PNW event. So we're excited about that. Um, and what we've heard from the research is that the driving radius has really grown. We used to pull from a 250 mile driving radius. That was pretty standard for yeah. who came to the show. And um, that has increased to, yeah. um, they're saying upwards towards a thousand miles. So we'll, we'll be curious. Um, someone did share this week that they are driving 20 hours 
to come to the San Antonio show because they are so excited nice, and they want new products and they need new products. So that kind of those little comments and that energy is what keeps us yeah, doing well, what we do. That is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So how did COVID affect? I mean, the answer is a lot. <laughs> how did COVID affect What's Coffee COVID? Fest trade show? Yeah, that little thing. Um, how did it affect Coffee Fest and what did you do about it? Um, well, we were the last show of 2020. We actually closed out our New York show with you guys. Um, March 11th of 2020. We closed it out at the same convention center, March 11th. A week later, it was like a hospital. It was a hospital and and, and Times Square was, was shut down. Um, and so we kind of sat back for a little bit. We immediately reached out to our customers and said, Hey, we're still here. We're not going anywhere. Um, we picked up the phone a lot. We called our exhibitors and said, what do you need? Mm-hmm. How can we help you? That that was probably... The, we did that before, but we saw you on a regular basis, yeah. so it wasn't as intentional. Yeah. But we just stayed on the phone and we stayed in touch. And then we immediately reached out to the business owners and let them know, we're still here for you. We had had this idea of digital um, in the back of our mind for quite a while. It just with four shows going on and trying to produce that other event, which isn't where our focus was or our expertise. We're Mm -hmm. we're live events. We Mm -hmm. produce events in person. Um, But it forced us to really look at making that shift. And we had heard for a long time. I can't come. I'm not going to I can't close my shop. I'm the head roaster and the manager. And and so it just was a perfect time to start working on and creating a digital platform. Um, But I would say the, the number one thing is we didn't stop working, we worked harder and just kept in touch with people. And the great thing was, is we heard from people in those nine months, 10 months, 12 months, you're the only person we heard from on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of this show's canceled. This is right. done. Here's yeah. this. It was, it was a lot of in-person contact, which is what we have. It's how we're driven. It's what our heart is. It's who we are. Mm-hmm. And so it was natural for us to react in that way. And I think it was really well received. Um, so there'll be an evolution. We'll come back with our live events, but we'll have a digital component to support business owners. And we know now 27 ways to execute a trade nice. show in any city in the United States with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any regulation. Totally. Okay. So you're, uh, what's your title again? Portfolio director. Okay. That means you manage the show, right? Yes. And you're, the company that you work for has other shows as well, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So we are owned by Clarion Events. Okay. But you're the head cheese for Coffee Fest. So what is your favorite thing about running Coffee Fest? It's going to be cheesy if I say you guys, the people. <laughs> um, it's the people. It's, yeah. it's, it's just a real living, breathing thing. We don't just do something. Mm-hmm. It's like your brand. Yeah. You don't just roast coffee it's it's huge we stop people in the aisle and we hear something and that makes me excited to develop a new class like it's this living idea that's always growing it's not just on paper it's not just a business plan it's a how do we meet your needs let's keep doing that and that's what drives me i mean otherwise it'd be anybody can put up pipe and drape and fill some booths and and send out an email to get people there but it's it's meeting needs and really knowing where our customers on both sides are coming from and just making those, I always say we're the conduit. Yeah. Like 
I'm not the expert. I've worked in a lot of different facets of the coffee industry on, on both sides of the counter, but I know that people just want to be heard and they want solutions. If I don't have it, I guarantee you with two phone calls, I can find somebody that will solve their problem and will call them directly and help them do that. Mm -hmm. Who else gets a job like that? I mean, it's, it's great. So, So Dave has mentioned in an earlier podcast, I think, um, how he appreciates how Delano's is always changing. How yeah. There's always something going on. Ne- yeah. Never stagnant, never sitting still, never, um, you know, it's never the same old shit over and over kind of a deal. Right. And Coffee Fest is exactly like that. You never know what you're going to, I mean, you know what you're going to get as far as consistency and a great product in the trade show, but there's always something new happening and they're always looking out for the best uh interest of the exhibitors and the attendees and we really appreciate that and it's just constantly been like that and you've continued that that trend so thank you well thanks we and we try to it's funny how perception is you know you can have one or two classes that have been pretty cornerstone to the show and that they need to be Mm -hmm. they need to be there there's always people opening a cafe there's always people that need barista training there's always people but if you see one or two things that say the same, people think everything's the same. So it's yeah. kind of our biggest challenge is how do we continue to reinvent ourselves? But our brand will always look the same. Mm-hmm. Our show may. Yeah. I mean, you can only change up a trade show floor so much. Totally. Right. Um, so I appreciate you saying that yeah. because it's it's a struggle on our end to make, you know, bring awareness yeah. to what is new and what has evolved. Yes. Yeah. But, but it is still going to be pipe and drape and it's going to be in a pattern yeah. and there's going to be booths that are 10 by 10 and you can buy that. I mean, you're not going to hang it from the freaking ceiling or something. Right. So but but if that's is... all it ever was, we wouldn't be participating 27 for the last 27 years, right. every single year. I right. mean, and that's part of the thing. It's like you evolve and you change. So you don't, so we don't evolve and change and go somewhere else, you know, and, right. and we, you know, we do other ones, but, but it's the, yeah. And I think we're most excited this year is there's a lot of people that have some travel restrictions, you know, and so it's really forced us to dig deep into new companies. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see more new companies at our trade show in 2021 than ever before, wow. because things have changed. The market has changed. Right. The customers have changed. Like so much has changed. There are more companies, if I look at that exhibitor list now that I have never even heard of that our sales team has, you know, sourced based on a referral from a customer or another company um, that I think it'll be really exciting. Yeah. Like hot sauce for coffee. Like hot, <laughs> That was my number one. Nice. So uh, do you see that? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I see what you did there. No, when I, they actually have a hot sauce for coffee. Oh, they actually really no, do? Oh, I deal. thought it was a condiment guys thing. No. Hey, there you go. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are they going to, are they exhibitor or is that what just? No, oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. It was an email from you guys. Um, for real. I'll, oh, I'll find it later. Great. Super. Let's look into that. So it's been a year and. See, I told you, I don't know my yeah. exhibitor list anymore. A year and a quarter, I guess, since the last show. So what, what can people expect walking in? Yes, pipe and drape, all that. But what are, what are you guys doing to maximize anyone coming, driving, a thousand miles, 200 miles flying in from somewhere like what, what can they experience? Can they expect? Uh, well, one, we're super excited to go to San Antonio yeah. for the first time ever. Nice. Um, so Riverwalk, we're I mean, excited you know, about no the city. Deal. Um, the city is really excited to have us. Cool. Um, and one of the, the things that we've been shouting from the rooftops is we are doing 21 for 21. So $21 for 2021. Wow. Um, as a courtesy extension to business owners, we know it's been a tough year. Um, and we don't want price to come in yeah. the way, you know, be a hindrance sure. of you getting to the show. So, you know, don't have to worry about early bird. Don't have to worry about discounts yeah. from your vendors. 
everyone 21 bucks that's to crazy. get in. So that's great. Um, for all three days. Some shows are three days. days some shows are that's two right, days. That's right. Yes, for two days. But yeah. if the show floor is open, the same, we extended the show hours. So same okay. amount of hours yeah. on the show. Same amount of education. Um, you'll see some great um, classes on COVID recovery. Obviously, just something we we really needed to. Yeah. We wanted to hear from business owners how they had survived. Yeah. We've added some great financial components, um, both in free and paid workshops on the 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 real numbers in coffee and how to turn a profit. How to know what your you know know what your business looks right. like and shift accordingly. Um, some talk about planning ahead. We learned a lot about mm-hmm. planning ahead yeah. and shifting focus. Um, social media, new products, new yeah. classes. Um, we have yeah probably fifty percent of the classes are brand new, never seen before at Coffee Fest, and then others have evolved and transformed. Um, we have a new pavilion um, talking about mobile ordering cool. and what that can look like nice. moving forward. And there's six specific sessions and workshops on mobile ordering nice. and, and, you know, moving to mobile. So, yeah. Awesome. That's kind of what we're excited about right now. I just want to interrupt this message with a free uh, plug for the uh, hot sauce for coffee. <laughs> Meet the first hot sauce for coffee. You read that right. Ujo or Uho. Combines a balanced chili blend with cozy ingredients like cinnamon and cocoa to create a beverage experience that's a warmer, warming and familiar yet anything but ordinary. And they will be at Coffee Fest San Antonio at booth number 108B. So there you go. 108B. We'll see you in San Antonio. Yeah, that's right. I guess I should read my emails. (laughs) (laughs) It's your own damn email, literally. And you too can have that sponsorship opportunity if you'd like an e blast from Coffee nice. Fest. Just contact. There you me. go. There exactly. you go. No, I I think uh, no, it's exciting, and and we're excited to get back on the road. I mean, and meet some people and get back to Coffee Fest. I mean, it is a great community. It's a great opportunity. Like I said, I mean, for a while there, I mean, our conversion rate um, from Coffee Fest is really high. I mean, it over historically, I don't know necessarily know like over the 27 years, but within the last 10 years of going to Coffee Fest, I would say we receive 40% of our customers that we currently have are from Coffee Fest, not just trade shows, Coffee Fest only. And that's a massive number. Well, well we were talking earlier before we got on the air and it's um, out of the 15 uh, podcast episodes that we've done, the guests have been at least 13 of them we got from meeting them at coffee. Yeah, shows. yeah, 80, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, cool. Including well, we're doing including, our hopefully doing our Marty. job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are absolutely. Yeah, forever. and we and it, we'll continue to do it. We'll continue to go around the country we're always wanting to know, you know, where we should go next. I know we look to our exhibitors too a lot and say, "Where's your market research?" Yeah. I mean, national companies like, you know, Monin, Tarani, they do a lot of research on the growth in certain areas. So we look to them and say, "Where's the next up and coming? Where yeah. who's going to need the business support?" Right. you know, that, that you want to see. Um, and then we can kind of shuffle cause we plan just over a year out. So we're pretty agile in how we can, you know, where we can move and where we can yeah. go. Um, and so that's exciting. So yeah, you know, coffeevest.com holds all the information for all the shows. You can register online and those registrations go open, um, about 10 weeks in advance of the show, um, at all times. And then just be looking for the three, six, five platform that'll go live that people can search at any time and find the education and suppliers that they need to run their business. Perfect. So how does a supplier get on that list? Just be an exhibitor. 
a supplier would get on the list. It's actually a um, paid advertisement per se for a listing for a year. Okay. Um, but the great thing is, is from that listing, it'll take them directly back to your website. So if they click their link and go back to you, we're not collecting leads. We're not setting meetings. We're, we're sending them directly back to you so that you can you know, find out what that business owner needs okay. and get in touch with them. Well, I didn't realize that was included in the sponsorship that any any vendor they clicks, it comes to Delano's. Yeah, that's true. You, yeah, it's uh, kind of, right, we'll, we'll take it. I mean, it's kind of awkward. I might good. get a little bit of trouble. No, no, <laughs> click on the hot sauce. See, that's link, what they get for putting me in charge of the hey, HTML there you stuff. Go, there I'm you not allowed no, to touch the computers. I know. No, that's funny. No, that's good. Totally. Okay, let's do rapid fire questions. All right. Can't wait. All right. We're going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this or that questions. Okay. And you pick your favorite and you can kind of tell us why. It's like slime come out at me or something no if slime. I say the wrong no, thing. No, no slime. Thanks. Some no, things no. have three, some things actually have four. So okay. let's go. So we'll go tenderloin or ribeye. Tenderloin. Okay. Why? Yeah, really? You got to support it? Okay. Is that really a question? No, it's not really rapid fire when you make okay. them support it a person. Yeah, I know, but, thank um, you. Remember, it's I know. medium fire. I <laughs> Don't wrap it. Tenderloin up. doesn't need an explanation. Go. Good. I agree. I, I 70s, agree. 80s, or 90s music? 80s. Okay. House on 10 acres or house on a lake? Lake. Okay. Sports car, SUV, or truck? Just got rid of the kids to college. I'm going with sports car. Nice. Perfect. As a spectator, um, football, basketball, or baseball? Lacrosse. Oh, nice. Nice. I like it when they do Wow, cross. <laughs> it was huh? in my bio. Did, did you? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's oh, true. Yeah, we already read that. I have a 16 year old playing. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, high school and club lacrosse. So, Dang. Okay. that's intense. And he's a goalie. Definitely wow. has a screw loose. Um, okay, Nike, Adidas, Brooks, or New Balance? No preference, but my son told me you can't mix logos. Hey, oh gosh, she's one of them. She's in. one of the gang. <laughs> he knows it. And yeah. I guess your son's into cross banging and don't get scared. No, he can't. You can't. No, he's not into cross banging. No, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Cross banging is when you mix match brand. We we heard it from someone who worked at Nike. So no, it's, it's real, not allowed. Not allowed. Yeah. Not allowed. As I I said it, I think on another podcast, but I was at my friend Steve's house and he <laughs> had a couple that we he invited over for dinner. They both were wearing Nike shoes with um, Under Armour. No. Um, Puma, Puma socks, <laughs> both of them, husband and or uh, girlfriend, boyfriend. I literally couldn't get through dinner. <laughs> I could barely get through dinner without thinking through the thinking about it. So much. exactly, it was too it. much. Yeah, yeah. It was just too much. Okay, better actor, Brad Pitt or Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood. Interesting. Uh, coffee preparation, pour over or French press? French press, because I'm stuck in the '90s. Okay, <laughs> vacation at a beach or cabin in the snow? Ooh, that's a very tough one for my marriage, mm -hmm. but we've come to an agreement and mine is definitely the beach. But nice. I was in Tahoe two weeks ago and it was 70 degrees and we were skiing. So I thought that was a good. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, so it's okay. Nice. Good, yeah. Good mix. Uh, hard work or really lucky? Hard work. And really lucky. <laughs> um, iPhone or Android? iPhone. Jeez. Thank God. When, <laughs> when I text somebody and it's green, you know. If that means they have an Android. I like them a little less. Do you take them off your contacts list? Immediately. <laughs> Definitely um, can't be on a group text with it because it's like no, it screws up it the screws whole up thing. The photo deal. The photo, the image, the, the, it's just. I'm glad that we're solving the world's problems. We are. We are. This is important shit. Okay. French toast waffles or eggs benny? Ooh, eggs benny, hands sure, down. Of course. Sunset or sunrise? Sunrise. Can you say sunset if you worked in the coffee industry for 30 years? Uh, That's a great point. I can because I haven't seen the sunrise in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm still up. Um, 
Okay, a couple more here. Treadmill or stationary bike? Neither, outside. Perfect. Pool or hot tub? Hot tub. Beer, wine, or liquor? Wine. Christmas tree, fake or real? Real. Okay, lastly, coffee roast. Light, medium, or dark? Back to being stuck in the 90s, as Phil Beatty will call me out on all the time. Dark. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Well, thanks, Erica. Thanks, you guys. Fun. You're great. This is great. This Appreciate is awesome. it. Yep, absolutely. Well, thanks for listening to the DCR podcast. I hope you got a lot of great information on this last episode. So subscribe to it on Apple if you did. Share it with your friends. And as always, visit our website and buy some of the great coffees we were talking about today. And remember to help people make friends and have fun. 